Changing minds one thought at a time Greetings, everyone, and welcome to the Motivate Social Podcast, where we bring you people who are changing the world via social media. I am Dr. Akina Finch, and my lovely co-host, Vanessa Canterbury, is here with me as well. How are you, Vanessa? I am great. How are you? I am great. You know, I am so excited to introduce everyone to our guest tonight. She is dynamic, she is energized, she is full of life, and she's the one that's going to teach you how to uh, quit your job in 30 days. So without further ado, I have to introduce everyone to Parentis Fumi. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much. It is definitely an honor, and You know, I'm going to get right into it because, you know, you have a lot of stuff to give to the people, so I can't hold you back. (laughs) So without without further ado, I have to ask you what the people are waiting on. How are you changing the world via social media? Oh, my God. You know, um, when you look at your age, for example, I'm 50 years old, and people say, okay, at 50, what are you still doing with social media? But the truth is, without social media, you really can't do anything the way we are. And so for me, the way that I use it to change uh, the world is actually using it to touch uh, not only America, but also touch my people in Africa and those in, in London using LinkedIn, using Facebook, using, I mean, Buster, using, I mean, using everything imaginable because all of it has its own place. It's just a question of figuring out who your audience is and where they are, and then use uh, the the social media that is adaptable to that audience. Now, that is amazing. That is amazing. And I've been following you for some time now, and I'm just like, wow. I'm just excited. I'm like a kid in a candy store right now. Um, one of my questions to you, you, you stated that you are, are 50, which is 50 and fabulous, which is absolutely amazing, right? Um, yes. I, I love the fact that you're not allowing your age to say, you know, just because I'm 50, I have to stop now. You To That's be right. able to show other people that it's very impossible to be able to get your name out there, get your brand out there. But right. tell me, what... Um, what, why did you go this route? What made you take social media um, oh, wow. to the next level? And, and not only take it to the next level to be able to show people that it's very possible, what, what caused you to be able to go? I don't know if you had worked a traditional job before oh, going to this oh, route, but just, just, yeah. just, you know, take us <laughs> to that journey up until now, if you don't mind. Oh, wow. Wow, that is such a loaded question. Thank you so much for asking that because I know that there's somebody out there that's li- that their life is going to change. When I came to this country, I came from Nigeria. I was, uh, I think, 16 going on 17. I just finished my first degree, and my father said, okay, what do you want to do with your life when you grow up? And, you know, at 17, you're done with college. That's quite young. So I decided to come here and do communication arts. And when I was here, then I was supposed to go back home. I never went back home. Now, here's the thing. At that age, you're so full of dreams, right? At 17 and 18, you think you can conquer the world. For me, I wanted to come and conquer Hollywood. 
But when I came, Hollywood kind of conquered me. And so, <laughs> so I spent the earlier part of my life just trying to figure things out. I went through divorce. I lost my home. I lost confidence. I became homeless with my two uh, boys. I relocated. And then I found myself in the middle of uh, a convenience store in a deep freezer, you know, trying to understand how did I get here. And so when that happened, and then I began to write, and I was reaching out to traditional uh, routes, and nobody would say yes. Everybody, literally about 40 publishers said no. And you know, at that point, you begin to feel like, okay, now, maybe you don't really have something that people need. But I decided to use that to not uh, stop me, but I decided to knock the doors down open for myself. So what I started with a YouTube, I started with a YouTube and I called myself the princess in Zabovia because I was a princess, I am a princess from Africa, an authentic African princess in Zabovia. So when I did that and I began to see people relate to the three-minute stuff that I did, it was just three-minute segments, and I would put it on, 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 on YouTube. And before I realized it, I had over 2.4 million viewers. And I said, 2.4 million viewers, oh my God, this is social media right there. And so I began to use social media to open doors for myself. And I did the same with my first book, with my second book, my third book, and now I've written 17 books, and six of them have become number one bestsellers because I've used social media to just use that and I wait for anybody to open the doors for me. So if there are people out there that are frustrated because they feel like their books are not catching traction or they feel that their businesses are not catching traction, you really need to use social media as a platform, not wait for anybody, but use social media as a platform to thrust yourself out. That's what I did with my book. That's what I did with my movies. That's what I'm doing with my fashion right now. All right now, Dr. Fuller. Oh, my goodness. You just hit it on the head. There are so many people that's just sitting there waiting for the opportunity to come knock. You didn't wait for the opportunity mm-hmm. to come knock. You believed in yourself. You knew you had a good product. You knew you had something to give to the world. And you said, I'm going to put this out there in spite of the no's. Because one that's behind right. all those no's, there is a yes. And, I mean, that's I have right. to applaud you for that because a lot of people just let that first no be the end of it, and then they just put it away. You knew that your dream was more important than that. You knew that you were going to have some no's along the way, but at the end of the day, when that yes came, you appreciated it more because you worked hard for that yes. And you made a difference, and then people uh, after you saw you making that difference, and because you made that difference, you piqued other people to make that difference. So I have to applaud you for that. Thank you yes. so much. Thank, you you. Know, Thank you so much. Yes, yes. You know, and while we're speaking about books, you know, um, we use books to show our expertise and to mm-hmm. share our journey and to share our uh, legacy, so to speak. And so tell us why you decided to write uh, and then oh um, how that lifted you up to your level that you are now. Wow. Well, uh I would have to say when my, if you ask my mother, when did I start writing? She would tell you I started writing at the age of three. Now, I don't know about that, but I knew I was scribbling. 
I've always wanted to write. And so when my first marriage started to fall apart and I could not go back home to tell my family that I had failed, writing was a place for me where I could just release what was in my heart. And so I used writing to release my heart. I used it to release and not tell anybody what was going on, but just release. Now, that release has eventually become my very first book called Beyond Idol Worship. And that book right now really literally uh, people buy it from all over the world. And so books are not only a place where you can release and where you can dream, but they are also your legs to the world. Let me say that again. Books are your legs to the world. And that's how I've used books. They are my legs to the world. The latest one that I wrote, Quit Your Job in 90 Days, it was because of my experience in the corporate world. I was earning six figures, and I was miserable. I was earning six figures. I was completely miserable. I was afraid to leave the job because now the, the money was good, but I was miserable. But eventually, I had to sit up and create a success blueprint and an exit strategy. And those two things are those things that I really talk about in 90 days, in quit your, day, in the, in quit your job in 90 days. Seven steps that you must absolutely have to be able to go forth and quit your job so that you can allow your greatness to shine. Wow, Princess Fumi, that is awesome. You know, um, we need that. We need that in our community. Mm-hmm. We need that. Yeah. We need for people to know that there is another option. And it's not strange for you to want to go in that other option. You know, we're always told mm-hmm. you need to go get that job, make that money, uh, mm-hmm. go to school, mm-hmm. and then, you know, do these different things. And But when we want to be an entrepreneur or when we want to be, uh, you know, a coach full-time or when we want to do this, these are things that's off of the level. And because of that, you know, we're looked at as strange or we're looked at like, mm-hmm. oh, my goodness, what? or where are you coming from with this? But you mm-hmm. are a proven testament that this does work. And not everybody is meant for the corporate world. There has to mm-hmm. be some flavor. And you are definitely That's the right. flavor, Dr. Fumi. <laughs> oh, thank and you so, so much. <laughs> thank you so much. Yes, yes. So now you're teaching these people about how to quit their job in 90 days. And I'm sure you get all these different types of people that come to you wanting your help and wanting your assistance. Now, what is the uh, biggest question that you usually ask? Well, uh, here's the thing. A lot of the people that come to me, um, they come, okay, so you have a, a handful that says, I do not know what my passion is. So, uh, I work in corporate world, but I don't know what my passion is. So my job is to help them to kind of find what is already in them. And so I tell them, look here, quit looking for your passion because your passion is inside of you. It has found you already. And when you are angsty at a job, uncomfortable, it's because your passion that is inside of you is troubling you and troubling your waters and will not let you sit still until you let it out. So I try to let them know that from up front. Quit looking for your passion because I'm not going to help you find your passion. It's inside of you already. We just need to fish it out. And so those are the things, that's the number one question they ask me. And then the second one that somebody will ask me is, how do I quit my job? How do I quit my job? And I tell them, look, 
you have to have an exit strategy. It's just like somebody who wants to build a house. If you want to build a house today, you cannot just go there and build a house without looking at a plan. You need a floor plan. You need all these things. You need a solid foundation. And so for me, I teach them how to write their passion plan. That's the first thing I teach them. Let's write your passion plan. By the time you're done writing your passion plan, you will be clear. You will have that clarity on, guess what? I do have two or three passions, but for this season in my life, this is the one I need to focus on. And so those are the two key things that I pull out of those who come to, to, for me to help them to figure out how to quit their job or even how to write a book. Well, I mean, those are great topics, Dr. Fumi. And, I mean, you are so needed right now. You really are. Oh, thank and you. Thank you. Yes, yes. And I see uh, – Many great things happening with you, workshops, TV show, all of these different things. Please tell us about this and tell us how we branch out into that. Oh, my goodness. All right. So the TV show came out of the YouTube that I started. I started YouTube about five or six years ago where I would just parody uh, Oprah or people like that and talk a little bit about personal development, just three three minutes nuggets until uh, a TV uh, television station in Nashville and another one in, um, what do you call it, in uh, uh, Michigan and, of course, in Texas, they're looking and say, hey, can we pilot this show? So the one in Nashville has just ended piloting it, and now we need to figure out how to syndicate it. I say to you, if you're looking to start a television show right now, start it yourself. Go and start with YouTube. And when you start with YouTube, you never can tell the people that might see you on YouTube. And, of course, there are other ways that you can actually syndicate your TV yourself. It's a long thing to talk about here, but it's certainly somebody, that, if there anybody out there that are looking to syndicate, wants to start a television, uh, television show, they need to reach out to me because I can really help them and show them how you can get your shows on some syndicated uh, uh, networks. You can do it yourself without even asking anybody. You can do it yourself. You know, I, I love the fact that you you did not allow your your failures to define you. What you did, you That's got right. yourself back up, and you turned around and you you took and created opportunities. You didn't allow somebody right. to say, "Okay, um, I'm going to wait." for opportunities to come along because the majority of people, mm-hmm. are, and I say this all the time, that they are taught to go to school and get them a job. And then if they're presented with an opportunity, the first thing they want to do is to say, you know what, I'm going to pray about it. And then they sit on it. But we all know <laughs> that you could pray about it, but if you're not taking any action, then, I mean, how are you expected right. to get any results? You know what I'm saying? That's so right. I understand and I truly uh, love your message and your passion about about what yeah. you are doing to be able to serve so many other people. And so Thank I you. lost my job in 2011, and I didn't understand mm. that what That's I was right. up against was my next chapter for me to do. And I honestly believe That's that right. I found my purpose when that door closed. Mm. And sometimes mm-hmm. we are afraid to accept the fact that that, mm-hmm. that chapter is done, it's over, mm-hmm. it's finished, mm-hmm. and you have to mm-hmm. be able to understand, go anyway. 
Go anyway. You may not know it all, but go anyway. And I love that That's what right. you're doing. You may not have all the answers. And so you didn't, you mm-hmm. know, you, you didn't wait for somebody to give you a handout. You turned around and mm-hmm. said, I'm going to do it anyway. I may not know it all, but I'm going to do it anyway. That's I love right. that. I commend That's you. I thank right. you. Just thank to be you. able to share that with, with so many people. So, so, oh, my goodness, you just don't understand. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. <laughs> with well, that let, being let me, said. Let me, let me let me share this with you. Even with the movies, let me give you another example because somebody mm-hmm. out there might want to be in movies. Somebody who wants to be in movies, when I tried to be in movies, I wrote the screenplay myself. Nobody would take it. But you know what I did? I turned it into a novel. It became a bestseller. Now they came knocking. And now because mm-hmm. of that, that mm-hmm. movie has won two African Oscars. That same movie wow. in Hollywood has won five Hollywood Awards. And the traditional companies refused it. They said, oh, it wasn't good. But guess what? Now it's something that has taken me literally into Hollywood at the age mm-hmm. of over 50. Now I'm in Hollywood. It can mm. happen for you too. I, I tell people, eat nose for breakfast. Wake up with the intentions on eating no's for breakfast because no actually means next opportunity. You just have to be open-minded to accept that there is going to be another opportunity. So just eat those no's because that one yes, just like Dr. Fincher, is one yes. That's That's all it takes. And so what's the, the, like you you have, um, where you're helping people to be able to write a plan and take action so Mm. they can be able to quit their job in 90 days, right? And so yes. is there like a, a variety of ages? Because I know sometimes when people reach a certain point in their life, it's like, oh, that's not possible for me. They just gave up. I just go ahead and finish out working for corporate America. Well, a lot of people, mm-hmm. you know, they don't want to work for corporate America like myself no more. Mm-hmm. I'm mentally unstable to work for another job. <laughs> <laughs> that's you right. know, but what's the, the, the age bracket of the, the clients that you have received and to be able to say, you know what, I know I could do this. I've been watching you. I've been following you. What's that age bracket? Because I want people now, to know you, that there's no age bracket. You could do it. There's none. None. Absolutely none. Because I'm telling you right now, when I look at the people that I'm, I'm mentoring right now, I have from 24 years old all the way to 70. A 70-year-old wow. woman that she's saying, you know what, I can still keep this thing. You know, I might mm. have done it when I was younger, but you know what? I saw you. I always see you on broadcast every day, and I hear what mm-hmm. you say. I'm telling you, there is no age bracket, people. What is wrong with what we do is when we resign to, to saying that we have lost. When you resign to losing, that's what's wrong. So mm-hmm. age not, does not define you right now because I'm telling mm-hmm. you at my age right now in Hollywood, literally they would tell you it's over for you. I had somebody in Hollywood tell me, you know that dream, pass it on to your child. Don't bother mm-hmm. me. It's, it's over for you. Just pass it on because that's what your child should be doing at your, at your age right now. But you know the year he said it was the year I won the very first the only woman on the face of this earth to be given literary arts award in Hollywood. The first mm. woman, African Oscar. And I'm telling you, when they called my name and I walked up that podium, I was dripping with tears. I got up there and I turned, I turned the whole place into uh, a preaching. <laughs> I turned it into wow. a preaching seat. I, couldn't, I, I just turned that place and people like Lugosset, and Blair Underwood, all of them got on their feet 
and they were clapping. And can you just imagine that? Mm-hmm. That for all, I mean, for over 30 years, I tried to hit Hollywood. And at over 50, and everybody, like Lugasa, all of them were on their feet, just applauding mm-hmm. and saying, wow, you made it. And what did they say? The power of social media. Because I mm-hmm. asked them, how did you find me? They said it was social media. They said for three years, we have been watching you and watching your writing and watching how you've been impacting life, not only in America, but abroad. That was scary. When they sent me that letter, it was scary. That Oh, my God. Social media, they've been watching me. So for you out there that are using social media, it is important that you find people like Dr. Finch to help you to do the social media right. It is important because everything you do goes into that social media. Mm -hmm. And people are watching. People are watching. Wow. You you said something that touched me in... And people truly need to understand. I'm glad that you are. It's just you just don't understand. It's an honor to speak with you because oh, thank you so much. It's, it's, you're you're just telling people that in this technology world, it's possible. As much mm-hmm. as you are on social media, you telling me you can make the connections. You telling me that you can, you know collaborate with somebody. You telling me that you can put your message out there, and you on social media every single day. Mm-hmm. I love mm-hmm. that. You are using mm-hmm. it as a positive force to be reckoned with. Right. Don't you That's ever right. stop. Keep going. That's because, right. yes, Thank somebody you. is watching you. And somebody Thank is you. waiting for you to be able to say, Dang, what's your next project? So that's my question. That's right. What is your next that's project? Right. <laughs> oh, wow. I am so glad you asked. I am so glad. Well, I have a documentary that's coming out December this year. It's called Fearless Visionaries Tear the Veil is a story of eight women that I picked from across the country whose ordinary lives, you know, they live an ordinary, they call themselves ordinary, but I'm telling you their lives are extraordinary. You have someone that went to prison and came out. You have somebody that was uh, drug, sex, and alcohol in, in uh, the music industry in Nashville here. You have another person that, that came from a home that the mother was schizophrenic and committed suicide after the 12th attempt. I mean, you just have all these stories wrapped in that uh, fearless uh, visionary Teddy Veil. So I cannot wait. It's going to be released in Nashville. And then I'm also working on a network. I'm going to release and launch my own on-demand network online. And so a lot of, uh, I'm going to be looking at a lot of shows that I will invite to come join that network. So you all need to pray for me on that one because I want, I want what we had before. I want children to be able to get on social media and watch cartoons without the fear of all this under nonsense that's coming in. I want somebody like you to come in and have a talk show that is clean and a talk show that people can listen to. I want to make that platform an opportunity for everybody, those that have the opportunity to be able to come out and let their gifts shine. So Pray For Me is going to be a big one. It's called International Diaspora Network so that all of the Chinese will come there and look for a cooking show, and it's fine. You know, black Americans can come there and look. Africans can come and look for a show that is clean, a show that can thrust them forward in the desire of their heart. So pray for me. 
Oh my goodness, Doctor Fu Man! To make Matt, make it even sweeter, we're both in Nashville, so I get the honor oh, to come yes. and support you. Yes, oh yes, yes. I am so excited yes. about that. Yes, so please, please, as we grow to a close, I want you to let the people know one thing that they need to take away from this uh, podcast tonight. I want you to just really go in and let them know this one nugget that's going to empower them. Thank you very much. The power of intention. The power of intention. Once you pray, you need to get up. And when you get up, you have to take action. Action. Many people ask, what does miracle mean? Miracle means action, preparedness, and opportunity. Those three things are what create miracle in your life. So if you're looking out there and say, wow, this person has a miracle, has a miracle, look at those three things in your life. Action, preparedness, opportunity. And opportunity will never come until you are prepared. So if you're looking for an opportunity right now, ask yourself, am I prepared? And if you're not prepared, then go seek help. Seek counsel. Seek counsel from mentors. Mentors like even those who have this podcast. Mentors like myself. Seek counsel. Are you prepared? That's my question to you. Oh, my goodness. Now, if Dr. Fumi (laughs) said something that resonated with you, Please find this podcast on ChangingMindsOnline.com. You can find us hmm. on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, hmm. and, of course, hmm. our YouTube channel. Dr. Fumi, hmm. you came in, you showed up, and you showed out as usual. Thank you so, so Thank much you. for Thank being you. part Thank of this you. podcast today. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. And I, and I hope to you, I'm going to extend, I'm going to extend my hand so that one day you can tell me when you're going to be available so that you can come on the show. Because we would like to have someone like you on the show. You are in Nashville already, so you might as well just put yourself in that car and drive. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll put myself in that car and drive. We'll, so just let me know the schedule, and I will be there. Okay. Okay, I will. I will certainly do. I will certainly do. Once I talk to my producer and he lets me know, but I've, I've extended it now, so... Just know that any minute we're going to call you and, and have, uh, have you come on the show. Well, I am so honored. And, Vanessa, do you have any closing words for us today for Dr. Fulman? Yes, we are in the land of opportunity. There is no excuse why it's not possible. No excuse. Let's make it happen. Yes, yes. So thank you, everyone, for listening to the podcast today where we bring you people that changing the world through social media. Thank you so much, and until next time, good night, everyone. Good night. Good night.